Now, the Gospels th this week at the end of the liturgical season speak about judgment, speak about the end time, speak about the second coming of Christ, the signs that will happen. And sometimes when we hear, when we hear this or we have private revelations that reveal like Father Chris talks about the three days of darkness and all these other, you know, incredible things that will happen. Sometimes that's all we focus on. We become over-focused on the signs. We become over-focused on the earthquakes and the famines and the plagues and, and all these things. We, we become so focused. Suppose God were revealed to us every war that would happen, every earthquake that would happen, every famine that would happen, every plague that would happen. Suppose he were revealed to us every sign that he would give and the exact date that he would give these signs that are coming to the earth, and he would reveal the exact date of the second coming of Jesus Christ, where we know the exact year, the exact month, the exact day, the exact hour, and the exact minute. And if we knew all that, what would we do with that information? That's all we would focus on. We would not focus on our spiritual life of what we need to do. We would not have faith. You see that? So this is why God keeps all this hidden. He lets us know it's going to happen in his time and his way that in order to give us hope. In order, as Jesus says, do not be afraid, he says. Do not be terrified. For these things must happen first, but don't, be, but don't focus on all these signs. Sometimes we focus too much on signs, even signs that God gives us. I have a lot of people that come up to me and say, oh, Father, I had a dream. What does this mean? I say, I don't know. You pray about it. Pray about it. See if the Lord has revealed something to you in your dream, or it could just be your subconscious. So it could be a natural component to that. So even if we were to know all the things that would happen in the future with the end or the coming triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary that's been predicted in Fatima, even if we were to know all that, still, would it make a difference in our spiritual life? Would it change us knowing all that's going to happen? Or would it terrify us would that, would that be all that we're thinking about is just all of these bad things maybe that might happen and the time and we're so afraid and we're just focused on that and we're not focused on being better people, on being good Christians, on loving God, loving our neighbor, praying, doing sacrifice, making reparation, going to the sacraments. Those are the things that are more important than to know what sign will happen, where it will happen. Those signs are, are meant to really convert unbelievers. If you are trying to live a good Christian life, you don't need a sign. You don't need Jesus to appear to you. You don't need it. It's better to actually have faith and follow the Lord out of faith, have this kind of blindness where you can't see but you know in your spirit, he's there. You believe. You believe Jesus is there. And this is where the saints get.
give us great examples of how do we live? How do we live this Christian life? Some of us may be discouraged. How do I live? Father, I keep falling. You know, it's difficult in this world. And that's why we have thousands upon thousands of saints to look at to give us an example of holiness. So the saint today is Saint Cecilia, one of the most celebrated saints in the church. And I'd like to read to you the story of Saint Cecilia. Saint Cecilia was a member of a noble family of Rome. She lived in the third century and a follower of Christ. Her parents forced her to marry a nobleman named Valerian. In the evening of her wedding day, with the music of the marriage feast ringing in her ears, Cecilia renewed the vow by which she had consecrated her virginity to God. Pure be my heart and undefiled my body, for I have a spouse you do not know, an angel of my Lord. This is why she is honored as a patron saint of, of music. Cecilia converted her husband to the faith of Christ. Because he helped Cecilia in her charity toward the poor, he was put to death. Her husband was martyred. Cecilia refused to sacrifice to the pagan gods. The judge condemned her to be smothered by steam, but God protected Cecilia. Then the judge ordered a soldier to kill her with the sword. He struck her th head three times, but did not cut her head off. She fell down, badly wounded, and for three days she remained alive with her head half severed off. She gave her property to the Holy Bishop Urban for the use of the church and received the sacrament of Holy Communion before she died. Cecilia was buried in the catacombs. Her grave was discovered in 817, and her body was placed in the church of St. Cecilia in Rome. In 1599, when her tomb was opened, her body was found incorrupt. That is, her body did not decay. They found her body intact, which is a, a miracle in itself. You see, these saints are great examples, great examples of purity, great examples of fortitude, great examples of what it means to be joyful to the Lord, to sing to God. And that's what we, our life needs to be is a song to the Lord. One time, St. Faustina was in prayer, and she saw her guardian angel, and, and she was very sick at the time. And her guardian angel was singing the history of her life to God. And she was surprised to hear her guardian angel sing the history of her life to God. If our guardian angel was to sing our life to God, what kind of song would he sing? Or she sing, or guardian angels or have neither gender. But what kind of song would our guardian angel sing? Would it be a song of joy, of praise? Would it be a dirge, a sad song because of our sins? What kind of song would our angel sing to God. One thing about singing is most people love music, some kind of music, some kind of form or style of music. Music kind of keeps us going. We go in the car, 
and we turn on the radio and we want to listen to music, we want to listen to our favorite songs and radio stations. Yesterday I was in the car and I was tuning in to the different channels and the Christmas music was coming on. And I said, oh, nope, 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 it's not Advent yet. So I have a, you know, I only listen to Christmas music when Advent begins. Some people only listen to Christmas music when Christmas begins. Whichever style you want, whatever works for you, that's okay. Music is something that brings joy to our soul. It's something that's wonderful. It's something that's great. Melodies are, are easy to learn. Even learning the alphabet, sometimes we learn it in song and in rhyme and in poetry. And sometimes it's hard to put words to mysteries, the mystery of Christ, the mysteries of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the mysteries of heaven, that we can't always understand it with our intellect. And sometimes we have to sing it in poetry and in song to God, just praising the Lord. When we get to heaven, hopefully we'll all get to heaven. This is my own theory, is that in heaven there's a lot of singing. That's all they do in heaven. Night and day as they sing praises to God and ecstasy and jubilation. The saints, the angels are singing and they're coming up with new hymns all the time. New hymns for feasts, new hymns for these mysteries. And they're constantly singing. So uh, this is my own theory, is that before you enter into the pearly gates of heaven or the golden gates of heaven, there's an angel there. And the angel is probably the chief musician of heaven. And the angel says to you, you know, we sing a lot here. Matter of fact, we sing all the time. And so I need to teach you how to sing before you come into heaven. Because we sing a lot here and we're never out of tune and we're all in harmony. And can you imagine that even if you don't have the gift of singing, can you imagine having the chief angel of heaven, chief musician, teach you how to sing, and now you can sing like the greatest singer here on earth. And you're singing with the choirs, with the angels and the saints of heaven. And what joy and jubilation there is when we sing to God in songs. And, and, and we're not just singing to God, but our, our hearts, our spirits are elevated. Are, are in ecstasy and, and this ecstatic joy of the beatific vision for all the good that God did for us in our lifetime, all the good that God did for other people. We're going to see all the good that God did for others. We're going to rejoice over it because there's no envy in heaven. We're going to be in such song and jubilation. And, you know, that is just something to look forward to. All this judgment and everything, that's all to purify us and to lead us to this song of joy. And so, how do we want to live our lives? What kinds of songs do we want to sing? Yes, sometimes in our life, there is a song of joy. And sometimes in our life, there is a sad song. There is room for a sad song. Sometimes there's a romantic song. 
Sometimes maybe there's a funny song, like I think of a country song, sometimes really funny. Sometimes a song tells a story. What kind of song do we want to sing in our life to God? What are the songs that we want to sing? Very important because angels are musical beings. Angels are always singing to God. And they always want our hearts to be filled with joy, lifted up to the Lord, singing our songs to the Lord. So ask the Lord for that gift of music, for that gift of song today. And most of all, may our lives be in conformity with the song of our mouths. That's more important than just singing a song from our mouth if our life does not follow the song from our mouth talking maybe about a Christian song, that may our lives be also in conformity to the songs that we sing to the Lord. And may our Lord help us with his grace and his mercy to sing that song to him for the rest of our lives. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.